And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. What a beautiful scripture to start off our Christmas bonus episode. Thanks for joining me. I'm Jody Howe, and this is the Air That I Breathe podcast. I wanted to offer you a little something special, just to talk a little about how the spirit, the spirit of Jesus, is, is a part of our world when we walk with him. It's a gift within ourselves. And every year we come together in December specifically on the 25th, and we celebrate that birthday, that gift from God. And it was only brought to me by my personal efforts to decorate for the holidays as I brought out one of my favorite Christmas decorations, which is this whimsical angel that I purchased probably 12 years ago. I don't even remember where I got it but it's this fun, white, whimsical angel with some poinsettias coming out and cute shoes. And I just simply adore this. And I would say this is probably my favorite part of Christmas is putting that angel on top of the tree. And I always try to pack her up safely and make sure that she's tucked away so next year she can come and relive the spirit alongside me and my family. This year when I took her out of the box, She was broken, very broken. I don't know where I could get another one, and it didn't even occur to me that I needed to say goodbye to this favorite ornament and possibly go and purchase something else. I just thought very internally that even though she's broken, I know that she can be fixed. I know that she can heal. I know that she can recover and it's going to take a little effort on my part, but I want to be able to do that for her so I can continue to enjoy her and maybe give her to my children someday. I know it sounds so childish, but it was that important to me to save her. So I got a little duct tape fixed up the broken pieces, and she still stands tall on my Christmas tree, and you wouldn't even know she was once broken. And it inspired me to come up with this podcast to celebrate the holiday season and sort of to bring up the conversation about the spirit of Christmas and the Holy Spirit. And I'm not suggesting that they are comparable. Because in my opinion, the Holy Spirit is 364 days a year, including a leap year, with every second, minute, hour, day, week, month, and breath that we take. Yet, every year we come together at the end of the year and we, we celebrate Jesus. 
And with that, it, it became this decorative, more time spent with family, more time spent with children, shopping, giving, stressing, and even neglect. I've talked to a lot of people and I can tell you some people really do make the effort to get into the Christmas spirit, but some people just find it too stressful and too much to handle. And so they avoid it. And I get that. I've had years where it just seemed, it seemed trying. But it finally came to me this year that I started a podcast. I'm just hoping to encourage people to invite the Holy Spirit into their minds, into their hearts, into their souls, and walk with Christ. And in some ways, it's the same at Christmas time, where we can invite the Christmas spirit into our life, into our family, into our celebration. But like the Holy Spirit, we have to activate it. And that takes some effort. And I understand that to some, Christmas time is a chore, and to others, it's a treasure. But if I could offer a shift in perspective, we do decorate and we do celebrate and we do take advantage of the commercial side of Christmas and hopefully more and more understanding the reason for the season. And I can attest that sometimes I find that the Christmas magic transports me to a place where I do believe anything is possible because I know that anything is possible in Christ. And we can bring that magic upon our lives by action, by decorating more, by singing more, by giving more, by loving more, watching a fun Christmas story, or sharing one with your family. And Christmas is what you make of it. And the spirit will come alive if you give it the ignition. And that's the same with Jesus. I thought it would be fun to just kind of go back in history a little and talk a little about where Santa Claus and the Christmas nostalgia came from. So let's talk about Santa Claus. St. Nicholas, the patron saint of children, was actually a bishop at the young age of 17. And at age 30, he became the Bishop of Mira, which is now considered a part of Turkey. St. Nicholas came from a wealthy family and was well known for supporting the needy. He would often be seen in a red and white bishop's robe and riding on a donkey, handing out gifts to children. It was during the Middle Ages many churches were built in honor of St. Nicholas. The anniversary of his death, December 6, became a day to exchange gifts. And a Dutchman, Peter Stuyvesant, founder of New York City, and his fellow immigrants brought with them to the New World their tradition of celebrating Sinterklaas, which is the Dutch name for St. Nicholas. Sinterklaas soon took on the American pronunciation, Santa Claus, and America continued the ritual of exchanging presents. So what do Jesus and Santa Claus have in common? Gift-giving? Influence? Both Jesus and Santa Claus were known for their history of giving gifts. The presentation of gifts associated with Jesus began at his birth. According to the Bible, upon arriving at the birthplace of Jesus, the three wise men presented gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And Christians are well aware that Jesus throughout his life selfishly gave to friends, family, 
and even complete strangers. God tells us in Matthew 1, 18 through 25, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. A lot of us who follow Christ recognize Jesus is the gift from God. And so we celebrate this story every year. And some will argue that this story is more important than the Easter story. But it is as important as the gift that God gave us, the birth of his son Jesus, as it is important that he died for the sins of the world to give us the everlasting life in his kingdom. But getting back to the whole idea of activating a spirit, I love Christmas time and I, I make the effort every year to celebrate it. I decorate. I'm crazy. We're talking bins and bins and bins of collections over the years. And my family rolls their eyes, but I don't really care. And I do most of the work, but I do it with grace because I just want to know that it's a different time that takes us away from a year that, of course, could consist of excitement, fun, adventures, and success. But we can all agree 2020 was certainly a shift in what we would consider a normal year. And moreover, because I can't celebrate with my family and friends, I wanted to make it even more special that every corner you turn, you look at that reminder that we are in a season that brings joy, that brings hope, that shares love. And one of the things that I love that I don't even think people realize is when they're singing Christmas songs and yeah, there's so many fun secular songs and I love those songs, but if we get into the spiritual Christian Christmas songs, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, O Come All Ye Faithful, Silent Night, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, these are songs of worship that this gift was given to us by God. Every time we sing those songs, it brings a smile in God's heart. And all of that included should never take away why we are celebrating. But 
if you can see what this gift, this presence of Jesus has done to our world for thousands of years, regardless of what has happened with history, wars, pandemics, famine, Christmas is the one thing, the one day, the one spirit that brings Jesus to life for people who don't know who Jesus is. And they don't have to like him, and they don't have to love him. Christmas is the most powerful time of year, even for the secular world. If it even ignites in you an idea that Jesus is bigger than what the world wants to believe, then isn't it worth looking into? Speaking of Christmas songs, I came across this one, and it's been around for a few years, but I actually really listened to the lyrics of it, and I thought, how relevant is it? Is it to people today who are not walking with Christ? Because they don't feel he is near. Just like for Christmas, people don't ignite the Christmas spirit because they feel like Christmas is a letdown, is a stressor. And it's the song, Where Are You Christmas? And here are the beginning lyrics. Where are you Christmas? Why can't I find you? Why have you gone away? Where is the laughter you used to bring me? Why can't I hear music play? My world is changing. I'm rearranging. Does that mean Christmas changes too? So I, I, it really just ignited a thought in my heart that I think that's why most people don't want to walk with Jesus because they feel like he has let them down, that God has let them down, that pandemics and death and financial hardship, personal challenges and all of the above is a result of God not loving them and that God has gone away. And I'm here to tell you that it is the absolute opposite of that. And it comes to that conversation of how we can bring the Christmas spirit into our hearts if we ignite it, if we activate it. And it's the same with Christ. It's the same with that walk with God. We can have Jesus. He is available at any time. He's never gone away. And he does bring us laughter and joy and music and even in a world that is changing, and even when we are changing, Jesus never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and will be the same tomorrow. And I encourage you that if you haven't had that opportunity to really look at Christ and just say, Father God, I want Christ in my heart. And if you can recognize that you're broken just like that broken angel, and that Christ can fix you, fix you in a way that instills that love, that faith, that hope. That is where it comes from. And we can get excited about Christmas and we can wake up every day and look at those beautiful presents under the tree. And even to those who don't have that, remember this, the gift has already been given. 
that present is Christ. And no clothes, shoes, knickknacks, gadgets, jewels will ever take the place of who Jesus is and what he can do in your life. And I'm living proof of that. And so if nothing is under that tree on December 25th, I know I have Christ. And even though this world is changing and it's scary, we are not of this world. We're only in it for a short time and there's an eternal world waiting for us if we just love his son. You know, don't you just wish you knew a memory was forming into a memory right at the time it's being created? So this way you could have embraced it so much more. I think back of my Christmas memories and they weren't always of Jesus. I did used to go to midnight mass and I probably was just trying to stay awake throughout most of it and more excited about going home and sleeping so I could wake up for those presents under the tree. But with that were memories of being with my family and extended family and seeing aunts and uncles and cousins that I only saw at Christmas and my mother would put the most gorgeous presents under the tree and that tree was just glowing in beauty and decorations and beautiful scents and it just all came together once a year and it was something we could count on regardless of a hardship regardless of a loss regardless of a pandemic we could count on Christmas And most especially, regardless of loss, regardless of a pandemic, regardless of hardship, we can always count on Christ. Merry Christmas to you, and I just want to offer you one more final thought, because my podcast is about anxiety, God's love, encouraging you to walk with Christ that you remember that in the words of Silent Night, baby Jesus would sleep in heavenly peace. That you too can sleep in heavenly peace when the Spirit of Christ is activated in your heart and the trust and the faith and the hope that he is with you, will never leave you, will never forsake you, And you don't have to try to reach him at Christmas. He is always there in your heart. Merry Christmas. Know that you are loved. And with gratitude, I thank you for being a loyal listener. Enjoy the rest of this year. And feel hopeful that a new day will come. And with that, new hope. God bless.